This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we have reached the end of our position recap for Arizona football for the season. This is the last specific podcast about it, and it is saving the best for last because we're covering who, Jason? Special teams. Yes. For one question. For one question. <laughs> In the second day. And the second the day. For the other questions, and then, uh, yeah. Arizona football practice starts this week. By the time you're listening to this, there may have already been good news. Maybe it's realignment related. Ooh. Maybe it's recruiting related. Maybe it's both related. But you would probably, if you're listening to this in mid-afternoon, have already heard some good news. Wow. Okay. How cryptic. <laughs> Thanks, Jason Shear. <laughs> Jason the cryptic Shear. That's, yeah. Okay, that's I'm very, very good at naming things. It's a really good show. <laughs> um, I'm a little tired. Anyway. Okay, <clears throat> diving right in. Um, assuming Ephesians Price Ox starts at one corner spot, what is the situation at the other? It's a good, it's a good one. All right, <laughs> it's a good one. Back to the studio. Uh, there's a, a very legit um, competition at Arizona's corner spots. It's one of the few positions. Well, I shouldn't say few, because really the whole defensive side of the ball, but. Um, it's a very legitimate competition, it feels like. Uh, you know, at one spot, you have Ephesians Prysock, and then really they have to decide who's going to go behind him on the depth chart. Now that, um, wow, his name escapes me, that I'm, I'm a jerk. Now that Isaiah <laughs> Rutherford has transferred to UMass, so they kind of have to look at the whole situation so they could go multiple ways. Um, you know, the other spot, I assume, because of his experience, that Dylan Wyatt will be the guy. He was very solid at Cal Poly. If you remember, he started off at Illinois, had a knee injury or two, then made the transfer. Uh, once he made that transfer, um, you know, to, to Cal Poly, he played quite a bit. But obviously, that Cal Poly level isn't the same as, uh, as Arizona. Wyatt addition was not based on the decision of Isaiah Rutherford. They were going to add Wyatt no matter what. Another guy that I think is very much in the thick of things is Charles Yates Jr. Uh, he's a guy where, you know, he played for Pierce Community back in my, kind of close to my old stomping grounds at Woodland Hills, and they were terrible. I mean, there's no other way to put it. 
that was a very bad junior college football team. But Arizona found Yates, and they loved him, and they offered him. He got a few more offers. I think Kansas offered late in the process. Um, the, the, the big thing that I like about him is that he's very tough, very physical, and has the right mentality, has that Louisiana mindset where he's, you know, he's not going to get beat. Love the way he plays. And then the other option, of course, is Takario Davis. I'll be honest, I'm still surprised Takario Davis hasn't moved to safety. He has the body of a safety. He's absolutely huge. Um, but I think he challenges for a spot. We saw Takario and Yates kind of switch in camp a little bit and have a competition. Um, so, to, you know, it, it's going to be very interesting. If I had to guess, I think the starting corners for the first game are Prysock and Wyatt. But uh, that, that competition is one that I am very intrigued by. Muy. Muy, muy, muy. Muy. Intri- I don't know what intrigued in Spanish is. Intrigado. Are you just now making up words? That's okay. It sounded good. Um, Gunner Maldonado struggled at times last season, but could start this year. Why do you think that is? Um, because he had uh, uh, a couple things. <laughs> Uno dos. Uh, a couple things. Number one, he actually finished the season pretty well. His last four games, he graded out very well. There was something that kind of clicked. It's actually something that he and the coaching staff acknowledged. He just said basically he stuck with it. He definitely struggled at times. He would be, he would admit it. Um, but you saw some nice potential towards the end of the season. Also, you know, he when when you look at the overall scheme, Shelby, uh, the the thought process is that the overall scheme is going to benefit him. He's he's one of the guys um, that'll benefit quite a bit because if you remember, Gunner was actually the the nickel last year because he played the star or whatever. I don't know. And then Warnell started, and he wasn't very good in that position. Um, so Gunner stayed there. But Gunner, this is more of a traditional safety role, right? And, and so because it's more of a traditional safety role, the thought is that he'll he'll exceed there and, uh, and he'll be fine. But look, I, I think he's one of the guys with the pressure's really on him. Because if he doesn't play well, um, you know, that's a situation where, to me, you'll see Dalton Johnson step right in. Like, it is, that is one of those competitions. I give Gunner Maldonado the nod now, but I can absolutely see a situation where Dalton Johnson passes him up if, if he isn't able to play well early. He's got to step it up. All right. Um, you have spoken highly of Genesis Smith. What type of role do you see from the freshman? Yeah, so the issue that Genesis Smith has right now as a true freshman is that he's stuck behind Isaiah Taylor and DJ Warnell. I think he's better than DJ Warnell, but there's obviously an experience factor. Um, Genesis Smith is, is unique when you look at Arizona's others' safeties. He's very long and athletic. He's probably the most athletic of the bunch. But again, he's kind of raw as a safety, true freshman. He's not going to pass Isaiah Taylor, but I think he's going to eventually reach the point where he's kind of too good to not give snaps. I think you'll see plenty of him on special teams. Um, does need to gain a little bit more weight, but his frame is awesome. It's the type of frame you want in a safety. So I, I have high expectations for him in his career overall. I don't know if we'll see him meet those expectations necessarily as a freshman, but I would be really surprised if he doesn't play very much. I, I think he's going to get a very legitimate uh, amount of snaps this season. Well, that's 
awesome. If you can hear crunching in the background, it's because our dogs haven't ate all day, but naturally it's podcast time. So. They decided at this moment to eat, though the food's been out for hours. So if you hear any crunching. Don't buy dogs. You, you know, know, or have three. Yeah, no one likes dogs. Three so. little dogs. You, you three dogs, love dogs. Two daughters. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People don't know this. Jason is a huge softie for cute dog videos and maybe some cat videos, but mostly dogs. You love dogs. Uh, also, update. Uh, it's my birthday this week and the exotic animal. I asked Shelby for an exotic animal every year. She has never gotten me one. Yep. Some are very realistic. A porcupine isn't a big freaking deal. You could have mm. easily got me a porcupine. But this year, I have decided that I would like a red panda. Mm-hmm. I love those. I woke up this morning... And he just rolled over and he had a red panda video that yeah, he showed me. It was like 7 in the morning. I was like, red panda, show Red me. panda. So this is what I, I deal with so all the time. If you need my address, you want to send a red panda, hit me up. And uh, maybe someone will make a, a cute meme for you. A red panda No, I meme. literally want a red panda. Well, I know. I don't know if you can even have one of those in Arizona. Okay. You have to figure it out. I'm sorry I break the law for you, Shelby, but if you don't want to break the law for me, I understand. Okay. Um, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> he just wants a red panda. Um, okay, well, back to the actual football. You know what? Speaking of this, there's someone that comments on things sometimes on the, uh, you know, on the podcast. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know Shakespeare um, ever fielded a ball or the ancient Romans ever fielded a ball. You know what? Maybe they didn't. But this is my podcast. This is Jason's podcast, and if we happen to, like, go off on a tangent every once in a while, sorry, but go listen to someone else's podcast, because we aren't just talking straight Arizona all the time. You know, we are personalities. We've got things going on, and uh, I think that those things are cool, and a lot of other people think those things are cool, just like we love Arizona. Thoughts, Jason? USA. There we go. USA. Okay, back to question number four. Uh, Martel Irby came out of retirement to play one last season at Arizona. What are your expectations for him? And I would imagine they're high. I'm glad you asked, Shelby. <laughs> yeah, as you're on your phone typing this, are you talking to Michael Luke again? No, I'm. I, I'm getting some realignment news. Ooh. Um, I'm glad you asked. So Martel Irby was a running back. Then he was a nickelback. Then he performed in nickelback. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No. But he was a guy where he really played like a little bit of everything at UCLA. And I and I liked him. He's small. We're not going to sit here and pretend like he's some 
hulking. He's 5'9", and that might be a little friendly, right? Um, in 2021, he saw all 12 games. He played as a reserve nickelback, blocked a punt against Oregon, multiple tackles in eight of his games. 2020, he didn't play. 2019, he was a running back and um, didn't really get many carries, around 30 yards, um, and was more of a pass catcher. I was surprised when they added him as a nickelback, but it, it, it makes sense. Uh, you know, he's, he's also a great kid, really smart, super talented uh, musician, and, and people thought he was basically retired to pursue a, a musical career. And if you go to Instagram, he has stuff. It's pretty good. Anyway, what was I saying? So, uh, <laughs> some pub for him. He's not going to start over Traydon Stukes. That, that's pretty much locked up at the star position, but he's going to be right behind him. Uh, he started slow. He came into camp a little bit over, uh, uh, a little bit under. Uh, wow, a little bit out of shape because he hadn't played football in a little bit. Shelby's giving me dirty looks because I can't speak. Her beauty has confounded me. Well, thanks, babe. You're welcome. And uh, eventually, like towards the end of spring camp, he he looked really good. He hits really hard, especially for a guy his size. Um, similar to a guy like that we were talking about earlier, like a. Um, but Charles Yates, Yates may not start, but we know he's going to play quite a bit. Uh, that, to me, is Irby. I, I think Irby, you know, you're going to see certain formations where they go multiple defensive backs, and I, I think you'll see a little bit more of Irby in those formations. But I, I like him, you know, at the very least. He's a guy that adds depth, and uh, he's pretty solid in terms of leadership. Uh, very vocal, loved to be a leader in UCLA, and he stepped into that role, so... Uh, you know, the, the the thing is with a lot of these guys is I'm talking about maybe they don't start, but there's very real depth. Like when you go through the secondary, the fact that Arizona has Wyatt and Davis, Maldonado and Dalton Johnson, they have Taylor Warnell and Genesis Smith. They have Prysock and Yates, Stukes and Irby. Like there's not a huge drop off with a lot of those guys. And so it's just the fact that they can have depth and show depth that I think is is really, again, you know, it's become a pattern in these podcast shells. That's where the real improvement it will be, is the fact that they have quality depth and can rely on other guys besides the starters. And then sometimes not even rely on the starters. I think that's amazing. I think I, you're amazing. I think uh, that has been the biggest improvement is just being able to have depth in general for this team. So it's going to be good. Because skeptics like my dad, who's still like, I guess Arizona's defense is getting better. Even though... You, you know he's he's Let's kill him. he's married wait, to, what? you know. Right. Wait, I'm married to you. He still asks questions like he's married to me a little bit. I understand what you're saying. You know, the point is, is he literally could text you anytime, and he no, doesn't. I'm good. I just <laughs> he can text you anytime. Okay. Um. Anyway. Last question. Kick it, shell. It is for the special team fans. Ooh. Because I am a fan of special teams. You're a punter or a kicker. Um, lastly, are there any concerns with Arizona's special teams? No. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, kicker and punter, there's not. Remember, Arizona got a backup kicker, Cash Peterman. Yes, that's his real name. Cash Peterman, originally from Arizona, was at BYU. Walk on. Pretty solid kicker, so they have him walking on just in case Tyler Loop gets injured or anything like that. Kyle Ossendorp is an awesome punter. The one thing that concerns me, Shelby, and I've been very consistent, I think I've said this in other podcasts as well. Do you know what I'm going to say? You are not a fan of someone punting. 
I, no, returning the punt. Returning the I punt. hate putting your most dynamic offensive player right, right, right. returning punts. Jacob Cowing returning punts is a bad idea to me. I understand the coaching staff and all that knows better, blah, blah, blah. I am putting Speedy Luke or whoever as my punt returner because I don't like the thought or the kick returner or whatever it may be because I don't like the thought of Cowing taking it and getting absolutely hammered by the opposing team and getting hurt. Say no to, I don't know, say no to that. When you got to go. Say no, no let Cowing go. I don't know. We just basically I don't like it. that it's a very high-risk decision. Free Speedy when Luke. You have, when you have someone like Speedy Luke who could also fill that role. Free Speedy. So hopefully uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Because most of the time, you're pretty in line with Jed Fish. And you agree with quite a bit of his coaching philosophies. I like et cetera. His, yeah, normally I like the old fish chips. fish and chips. We saw him today. We did. I drove by. We were going through U of A. That sounds so stalker right now. This sounds really bad. We were just driving through U of A. He happened to be walking towards Mikhail. And uh, Jason did a drive-by. Snap, snap. Nope. Uh, I did not take With a camera. And I did not shoot him either, Shelby. I didn't mean so, to say it that way. Jason did a drive-by. <laughs> snap, snap. Well, on that note, folks, I'm going to jail here in the next five minutes. So thank you once again for joining us. We will have more. Maybe we'll have a realign. I think we're going to do a realignment podcast. I think we should do a real um, podcast. We're about to end this podcast because there's thunder and lightning now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, bird up. Oh, my God. I'm signing bird up. The realignment reigns. Wash over Tucson, Shelby. What will come to shore? To shore? We're in the uh, desert. I don't I'm sorry. <laughs> This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.